0: Either way, Mr. Davis, your house is staring at me, and I'd ask it to please stop. It's got evil eyes, and it's looking directly into my soul. Hello, battle scars. Welcome to Sports Podcast that ends with a question mark, but starts with a question. I am your esteemed host, Catherine Beth Nolan. He's Travis. Hello. She's Christina. (laughs) Hi. And this is today's question. Hi, Katie, Travis, and Christina. This is Melissa calling in from Boston, and today is September 1st, and the reason that I mentioned the date is because I'm starting to see people decorate for Halloween and or the fall. So my question is, when is the right time to decorate for Halloween or just seasonal fall? I looked it up and today is the meteorological fall, which what? I guess is apparently September, October and November, but the fall equinox is September 22nd, 23rd. which hasn't happened oh, yet. And then obviously Halloween is at the end of October. Sure, sure. So what's mm-hmm. the right date? What's the right time? What do you go by?
1: um so thank you guys so much for answering my question i love you and i mean it and i hope you
0: have a great day and a great fall all right thanks bye melissa i love you and i mean it first of all second of all your voice is like a delightful ray of sunshine and it makes <laughs> she was very so happy. nice Third of all, you are you are definitely like the president of your local chapter of the Pumpkin Spice Appreciation Committee. I can just tell. I know it. And you know what? I appreciate that about you. We've turned pumpkin spice into a punchline in the last few years. But I do think people with a genuine pumpkin spice fall passion, I'm into that. That energy harmonizes with mine. I feel like I'm going to try this new Apple thing that Starbucks has because that sounds more up my alley. But I don't take anything away from those of us who love pumpkin spice. And then your question, I just want to say thank you for thinking that I have (laughs) any sort of information, like I'm a resource to let you know when you're supposed to decorate your house. I think there are still some Christmas decorations here at my house. Katie
2: didn't know it's September. (laughs) They've
0: blended into, yeah, when you said it was September 1st, I gasped. I I thought we were still in June. I have no idea- where we I was are. Like, I got to pay
2: rent. Do you still have the
0: Christmas year? lights above your bed that you had up there for like yep. 6 yes, months? And 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 mm. I'll, the only reason I hesitate there is because they've started to fall off and I haven't paid any attention to them, but they're definitely still <laughs> piled there. They're there. They're, yeah, it's I would say September 1st sounds right to me. I, don't, I hear a lot about the equinox but I used to work at one and so I don't really acknowledge its existence anymore uh, it just was a really trying time for me selling people expensive gym memberships that I knew they couldn't afford it's still kind of a mark on my soul so I don't acknowledge the autumnal equinox um, but I'm you know it still comes and goes it would be too late to decorate for fall at the time of the equinox September 1st sounds right once back to school stuff starts happening that feels right it used to be the VMAs when the VMAs VMAs were on, I knew summer was over. I don't know if that's still the case. I don't know if they air at the same time anymore, but I remember that being like, man, we just had all that summer, and now it, the night that I want to stay up late, I'm in school, and I can't. It's a vivid childhood memory. MTV used to be a pretty big cultural force, kids. I know that sounds crazy looking at them now, but uh,
2: they were important to us. Shout out, Kurt Loder. September 12th, VMAs.
0: Oh, oh. see? Yep. All right. That's right. Decorate. You heard it here first. It's time to decorate for fall or Halloween on the VM. It should be done by the VMAs. That's your due date.
2: So I I think she's, in my opinion, there's there's two answers here. Mm -hmm. You can start decorating for fall now. Yes. Halloween, you need to wait.
1: I agree. I think I agree with you. I think fall, you can start. Wait, so you
2: disagree with Katie and agree with Hold on,
1: hold on. Katie's not finished asking out her opinion. well, what? I don't know what what Katie officially said, but I, I know I, that I agree with you by saying you can decorate for fall like September first. That that seems appropriate to me. But I better not see Halloween decorations why? until the first of October because why, why would we put? If I see a Jason in your
2: witches? front yard, yeah. on September 10th okay, like we got
0: some a we're a little aggressive. What about a here. pumpkin? Well, okay. Is a pumpkin a fall I... decoration and a jack o' lantern well, is a Halloween decoration? Thing. Maybe that's what it how is.
1: How do we how do we separate? That's the fall what I'm decorations asking you. Like pumpkins, sure. because yesterday. So I will say, yesterday being Tuesday, today's Wednesday, right? Yeah. I yesterday think. being Tuesday, I uh, got my nails done with Grammy, like we usually do. And we'll uh, a shout check. out, uh, like a pale pink. I have a wedding nice. to go to this weekend, so really you gotta nice. you gotta go neutral, you know. Labor uh, Day holiday. wedding. Oh yeah, big Labor Dang. Day wedding weekend.
2: Okay. Oh, I don't like um, holiday weddings, but keep going.
0: Oh now you've said that before. Travis. Well, We're it wasn't my. Stance. Well, it's
1: not my wedding, so I didn't pick. It's date. not. Um, Thank God, I was no. Upset that I, hadn't
0: not, okay, I was going to say, date. where just the hell is
2: so my know, invite? It's
1: not my wedding, so I didn't pick date. Um,
2: that's where Katie and I will meet for the first time.
1: And Christina's wedding. Hey. Christina. No, at your wedding. Oh mm. well, at my wedding. Okay, fine. Um. <laughs> But yes, yeah, so yesterday after I got my nails done, Grammy said, "Oh, I have something for you in my car." And I said, "Oh, why? Did I like forget something at your is house?" It a dog? She bought me, no, she oh, I wish. She bought me a pumpkin, <laughs> like a like oh a little decorative God. pumpkin. Your and grandmother she said, "Oh, well, warms my heart. I, <laughs> she is so precious." She goes, "Well, I was at Home Goods the other day and I saw this pumpkin." Oh, and I, I saw thought- pumpkins at Home Goods now? Well, it's a fake pumpkin because she said, I wanted you to have a decorative pumpkin because I famously do not decorate for any holiday ever. (laughs) Um, So she said, I bet your apartment can use decorations. And I figured I would get you this. And I said, thank you. It is the single decoration that i have it is now sitting on my kitchen table among all the other crap that's sitting up there but we have a pumpkin in the middle of the table thank you grammy so i would say go ahead throw up your decorations now i just did as of last
0: night when can cobwebs go up october 1st that's halloween you're saying october first. that's halloween
1: i I don't associate cobwebs with fall Ooh, I like associate maybe. cobwebs with Halloween. I
0: associate Unless you them keep with your cobwebs up year-round. Yeah, my cobwebs oh, that's are true, always that's up. True. They, they're not decorative, <laughs> but maybe that's they could true, be. That's true. Look, if things are macabre right now. I think you can start decorating for Halloween last year. I, I don't see an issue with decorating for Halloween a, a tiny little bit early. I think Same it's just because I don't just like Halloween. Mood. Yeah. Well, well yeah, see, I think I it's just
1: because I don't like Halloween that I'm like, I don't. I don't have an appreciation for the decor like I do for Christmas. Christmas, Mm -hmm. throw the lights up and have the tree up all year long. I think it's just because I don't like scary things and I don't appreciate Halloween like a lot of people do Mm -hmm. that I don't want to see the decorations. So I think maybe my opinion is a little skewed here because I I just don't like the decorations. But hey, if you want to throw them up now, whatever makes you happy. I I just think you should wait until the month that it's celebrated in.
0: Put That's your just little me. garland of leaves that are colored different colors around your porch. I'm just describing what my mom used to do. My mom would go ham on Halloween. We used to replace the Oh my mom's got scarecrows in the yard. Yeah. I'm like, we don't have the lights on our porch scare- we would replace with black and orange light bulbs. I remember that being the coolest <laughs> thing. I was like, whoa, this is so cool. Well,
2: it's like Tim Legler goes all out.
0: Yeah? How do you know that?
2: Uh they had, they sent uh, Lebatard sent Billy up there one year for their oh. holiday, like the Halloween show, because his yard was just, <laughs> his, he like takes pride in scaring kids.
0: I don't like those big inflatable things, either holiday. If you've got like a big cauldron with a witch at it in your front yard, it's like, what? I don't like it.
2: Yeah. You're right. I I can appreciate the level
0: people go to. Sure. Yeah. 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 But sometimes it's just like oh, I bought and the
1: creepy music. Yes. But there's gotta be. Let's be
0: honest. There has to be a cohesive theme. You can't just throw up like two or three inflatables on your yard and be like I decorated for Halloween. It's like eh, what? How is the ghost interacting with the goblin? They don't seem to be (laughs) acknowledging each other's existence. Yeah. You can't have (laughs) Santa over the nativity scene. That gets very confusing for me. I don't know. Just have a little cohesiveness in your decorations, Melissa. And now that's, I feel like we've really answered this question, as we are the leading authority in sports podcasting for decorating your home. Um, you may think we're not experts, but you're you are dumb and wrong. We are. And look at all those good answers we brought. <laughs> that wasn't you, Melissa. You're not dumb and wrong. I was talking to the alleged hypothetical person if you have a question about i don't know cooking cleaning other things i'm really good at uh numbers eight six zero five zero six five five seven one. hi guys i have to be honest i'm moody today i am moody well you have
1: very good reason i
0: be. am moody myrtle is sick uh it is it is i'll save you the it, it's like a hot lava coming out of both sides of her I mean, all over the place. And then there's just things happening in the news. And then I, we're in the middle of a pandemic. And then I read that, like, people were going to get rid of a, a, a hive of murder hornets. And then they got attacked by them, which sounds like, you know, a, a a plague of its own everything feels bad and scary today and that's just the energy I'm bringing so I just wanted to acknowledge that off top so that if at any point you're like what's up with Katie that is that is what's up the world is up with Katie today and she's just going through it but she's here on a podcast sure she's a little late because her vet doesn't take appointments but then it kind of does take appointments and it gets really weird about what time you have to be there and then it kind of keeps you there for a little bit longer but you know what the vet loved Myrtle the vet said she was the sweetest dog in the world which that vet has met a lot of dogs so it was very redeeming for me
2: that's not it's that shocking
0: the highlight of my day well i mean i just think it's nice to have your worldview confirmed by your vet that like yeah your dog is kind of special and brings a very special loving energy into rooms that she's in and then she yeah you like this isn't just me telling rooms, people that yeah poop that she ate and then puked i, I don't know man dogs mm. are disgusting but also the sweetest things in the world and it's just been a long morning shouts to dan who um cleaned most of it and uh, shouts to that lack of a sense of smell, because it came in rather handy <laughs> today. Yeah, I got to believe that, like, that is just,
1: like, it, it's got to be the, the, the most important thing. Yeah, I was going to say, that is his superpower in mm-hmm. this situation. It is like, if I had no sense of smell, I'd perfectly fine
0: cleaning up all of that oh he was like look i'm glad you weren't awake for it he's like because i can't smell anything and it was it was tough for me he's like i gagged he's like i think you would have uh lost it it's like cool sick i look over at her and she's just like with a big smile on her face, like, monster. She's monster. like, a morning. and you're the like, no, crazy no, no. Thing, The crazy thing is she can't fit in our bed with us. It's a queen, and like we know we wish we had a king, but we just don't at this juncture. And if it were a king, I think she could sleep with us. But there's just too much flipping and flopping, and Dan's too tall for her to sleep in there with us. And last night, we fell asleep with her in the bed, and we were like, maybe we'll see if this works. And then in the middle of the night, I woke up. I'm like, OK, it's not working. She keeps kicking Dan, so I moved her into her kennel, and then in the morning when she was crying and Dan woke up, she had uh, pooped all over her kennel. So I'm like, what are the odds? Imagine if she had been in the bed oh, and just was like, no, oh, oh no. I and think I would have called out of work. Would I that be allowed? Would that be allowed? If I woke up yes. to do HQ and was covered in yes. my dog's hot. Uh, would I would that be? Could I do you think I could just yes. say that? Like, hey, my dog pooped on me. I'm going to take a day.
2: I'm going to take a week, oh, actually. God, yeah, I, I,
0: just, I would
1: just sign off the rest of the week. I yeah, mean, that's, yeah, that's uh. a
0: great point. So silver lining, she didn't do it on me, but um, yeah, she's that's very good. sick. And that just makes me sad because you don't want your dog to feel sick, you know? But she does yeah, there's
2: not there's not a whole lot you can do.
0: Yeah, I just keep telling her that she's really special and she's doing a great job and hopefully, and she she'll can be okay eventually. Hopefully she can understand me. Yeah, the, the vet was so chill about it. I was like, okay, here's exact times that she did exact things that she did, and here was the amount of time between times that she and the vet was like, oh, I'm sure she's okay. <laughs> like, oh, okay, do you guys, are you aware of what happens when you Google the things I just said? Because it's the opposite of what you just said, which is that she's fine. Like, fine okay. Yeah, it, t- every time I Google it, it's like, oh, that's what's up? Your dog's dying. But she's not. She's okay. But Chicken Little, I'm Chicken Little today. The sky is falling. That's actually the first role I ever played in kindergarten in a play. Maybe it was even pre-K. I was Chicken Little, and I feel like that little tiny chicken today.
2: <laughs> I never was in a play, Christina were you?
0: Um I don't remember actually no, I don't think so. Dude, I don't remember I wanted ever to being be a, a play. theater kid so bad, but I wasn't good at any of it, and so they were like, no, and now I'm I like, was in the okay. choir when I was little because I wanted to be
1: a singer and that just was a failed career i mean i feel like when you're in middle school
0: everybody had that thought like yeah man i was gonna grow up to be mariah carey or christina aguilera i just knew it i just knew it and then you know things life gets in the way but that was definitely my destiny it was definitely where i was headed what about you travis are you the voice of your generation
2: i know i can't sing i can't act I never wanted any of that.
0: Triple threat. I never wanted oh, any yet. <laughs> of that. It's not what I want for my life. What do you want, Travis? I don't know. To be able to smile and have it not... I was going to say, for your lip yeah. to not ooze every like, time Speaking you of you like, smile. research
2: things, I go on and I'm like, you know, trying to research, make sure that I'm like, okay, and everything you look up is bad, and
0: yeah.
2: I'm like, I think I'm dying.
1: You're not. You're like, oh, you're so okay. my mouth is going to fall off? Cool. How do you feel? I just want
2: to... Uh, sluggish.
0: <laughs> oh, it's
2: just because I can't like eat any like.
0: Oh, nutrients.
2: Good food. You I was going going to. Sleeping You
1: should well go either. get what was
0: that thing that tech bros made up like two years ago where it was like don't have time to eat, drink this, and then they named it Soylent which made a lot of people who were familiar with the movie go, huh?
2: Yeah, but so. Here's the problem though with even like drinking things, I need it to be like in a squirt bottle because it just oh yeah you hurts can't like really can emphasize
0: that yeah. word on this podcast. How dare you?
2: Um, I was going to, but it was just with the weather today. I was gonna go to McDonald's and get chicken nuggets and then cut them up <laughs> just so I could like get something. Oh my god, That's I've, the saddest had... thing. Yesterday I went to um, a uh, place to get some donuts. Not gonna say their name uh They they call them munchkins, mm, and so mm. then I could like rip them apart, so I could like.
1: You're like a little bird, like a little yes. wounded bird, Have
2: and you- it's getting better. But like the scab on the outside, it, like you know when you're talking, smile, it like starts to like want to break open.
0: You should drink insure, and it, it's in the worst location. You should drink insure. When I got hit in the face with a with a line drive, I had to drink Ensure for a week. It was... What is that? A miserable. boost for breakfast? I think it's for... I don't know if this is true. I thought it was for older people. It's like a meal boost to give you nutrients and stuff, but it's in liquid form. So it's like...
2: Ensure for dessert?
0: Yeah, it's mm. not. I wouldn't call it the D word. I would say it's like a...
2: No, I, I'm, I was quoting Kanye.
0: Oh, of course. Through the
2: wire?
1: Sure, it, yes. as if that's as right. if we would pick up on that my bad that's I, my bad i, I certainly that's wouldn't my
0: bad i haven't listened to through the wire and i in a minute in Sherford dessert you didn't say it in the right inflection the emphasis was on the wrong go ahead
2: i couldn't imagine if i like broke my jaw like not being able to like eat anything and everything is yeah like
0: play. if your like jaw was wired
1: shut hmm. like i've I, my my cousin had that happen where she I forget what exactly happened I know it was a softball injury softball related injury I think it was from what I remember I was young when it happened um but from what I remember uh, she was standing behind home plate and it was practice but her teammate like was just messing around and the bat came like she flung the bat backwards and it caught her across oh, the oh, face oh, oh, oh. we had and it just broke practice. her jaw
0: yep yeah, mm-hmm. and it just
1: broke her jaw, and so I remember Dang. her having like her. It it wasn't for a very long time, but she had her jaw wired in place because it has to heal properly. They have to like reset your jaw. Um, but it was terrible. She couldn't talk. She couldn't eat anything properly. She yeah, needed to be stinks. like you know fed through a tube. Yeah,
0: like this Yuck. is terrible. Mashed potatoes, Travis. Yeah. I used to eat those country crock mashed potatoes.
2: I've had mashed potatoes like three last four days. Oh no.
0: That's uh, too bad. I've
2: been I've been making a lot of that's uh,
0: terrible.
2: Like a uh, root beer floats.
0: Mm. Ooh, well those Ooh, are fun. I love a root beer float. Shout out to a root beer float, an oldie but a goodie, a classic. Opposite of shout out to a Coke float, something that I think people kept trying to make happen, but just was not working for me.
2: All right, so I will admit the one I've been having this is a Coke Zero float. <laughs> no, that's
0: what? Coke Zero Floater using fat free ice cream?
2: No, I it's a Briar's ice cream, but <sighs> the only pop the only pop that I have in my house is for my Jack and Cokes. And so that's what I have. <sighs> I'm a broken well, man. Well, at here, least Katie. you're
0: at least you're doing with what you have. I mean the doc the, with- the vet said to me, just feed her bland food like chicken and rice. And then she just kind of looked at me and then I looked at her, and she looked at me and she goes, or I can give you food in a can that I have here. And I was like, oh, That's could you? Probably I just have a very busy schedule. I don't even cook for myself. You want me to cook for my dog? Which, honestly, I'm probably going to. The only thing that could motivate me to make chicken and rice um, would be because my little baby Myrtle needs it. But it is funny that when my dog is sick, I feed her the diet that the um, a former uh, suit at ESPN Shout out Glenn Jacobs. He used to eat every day for lunch. He would just eat boiled chicken with rice. And I was really? like, I have a, you have a sick dog's uh, diet. You know that, <laughs> yeah. right? Like, Shout out Glenn. What are That's you doing? How right. do you find <laughs> joy to eat this?
2: Chicken and rice is like the default meal for men trying to like cook and be healthy. And Those it's like, are air quotes Let me just doing.
0: You can't see them.
2: Let me go the easiest route. Chicken and rice. That'll work.
0: Yeah. Well, it's a staple, you know? Who doesn't love it's some like variation? The simplest of chicken thing and rice. to cook, yeah, yeah Like mm-hmm. if you're That's a man
1: trying to prep like lunch for the week, the simplest thing to make is chicken and
0: rice. Or if you're a woman, or if you're non-binary, oh, well, yeah. quite, quite frankly, I used it. The only. My specialty meal when I was living in New York City with zero money was I would buy those little one-minute brown rice cups. I would make that. I would chop up an avocado, which I was using like a quarter of an avocado per bowl of this because avocados were expensive. And again, I was broke. My cereal came in bags. And then I would uh, put chicken in it and black beans. So it was just brown rice from the microwave, avocados, black beans, and chicken. And it was delicious. It's like your own little Chipotle bowl. Absolutely. I felt so fancy. Sometimes you can weirdly toss a little hummus. All in there All for $3. <laughs> just, yeah, do whatever you got to do. The avocado itself was $3, honestly. Hmm?
2: I get like the, no- the Norris sides, or right. Those things are perfect.
0: Ooh. Don't you have to still cook those, though? Aren't those still on a stovetop?
2: Nope, in the microwave. Ooh,
0: girl. Ooh. Technology is crazy, and it moves so fast. Um, I watched a documentary yesterday while we're still here in Friendly Banter. I just want to say it was very it was very heavy but and it's not new i don't think but it was called rewind i watched it on amazon i think on amazon prime and it was one of the most like i don't know interesting documentaries I've ever watched. It's very heavy again. It's a it's about a kid who experienced uh, sexual abuse as a child and he's going through his home movies and talking about it. But what wa- oh. it's I don't know. It's if it's wow. something you can handle, I can't recommend it enough. It was uh just fascinating uh to just watch like see a slice of someone's life like that. A life that you all hope that you and the people you love will never have to experience, but that some people still do. To be able to get insight into that was Uh, really really interesting so I don't know random movie recommendation from me but not even a full like (laughs) with my chest recommendation because I understand it's uh, probably pretty tough to watch but it's that's where I'm at again reading a lot of Kierkegaard uh, feeling like the the world is ending uh, searching for a purpose that's the the brand of Katie Nolan that we get today so I could pretend to be the other one, but it would not be very convincing. Because like I said, I wanted to be a theater kid, but it never stuck. I'm not a very good actress.
2: Is it just me or is documentaries like the new cool thing? I feel like there's documentaries nonstop. They're so
0: good. I, yeah, I love them
2: I mean, I, love I, them, but I, I never
0: I, thought I would be but you I know why because recently in school, started when we were them. little they would show us the most boring documentaries yeah and I'm like this is a that documentary. Were just like then this happened then this happened or maybe I'm just remembering it wrong and with my adult brain and maybe we just didn't understand the depth of what they were trying to say but the they just didn't documentaries are so well made now. So I love them. Are you pro doc, mm-hmm. Travis? What's the last doc you oh, watched? I,
2: what's the latest one?
0: Mm-hmm. Because right before oh. I watched Rewind, just to buy you some time, I watched one called The Woman Who Wasn't There about a, a very famous woman who survived 9-11 and had this crazy story and joined, like, became the head of the oh, survivor's Oh, wait, I was group. just about, and then she, yes, yeah. I was
1: just about to watch that. Did and you then like come it? Because I was out, going she to watch lied. it.
0: There were parts of it, I'll be honest, I had it on the background while I was doing other stuff, and by other stuff I mean, like, a crossword puzzle, because... It's really popping off over here for me. I have a very active social <laughs> life, um, so I think I missed a few things by my own uh, not paying attentionness. But there was a it, it it was very fascinating to see the people in the um, survivors group talking about her on camera before they found out that she lied, and then after. Um, yeah that was what I was so fascinated with seeing as I had heard about
1: this one of my friends was talking about it and I was like that sounds fascinating that's like the
0: biggest lie I think the the moment they were talking about the anxiety she felt as she was trying starting to figure out that her lie was about to be exposed and I'm like I can't even imagine I would be so oh my god anxious oh god it's just like your whole everything you're a bad this isn't good you're a bad you might be a bad person which is always a terrible thing to have to consider. So terrible that most people don't ever consider it. <laughs> I don't know track. if it's
2: the the last one I've watched, but uh, David Foster Off the Record. Mm. Uh, he's this uh, award winning composer and producer, and like you name the artists, like he's worked with them. It was like an awesome. I want to say I watched. I either watched that one, and I watched one on Quincy Jones, or I watched one on Quincy Jones, which then drove me to the David Foster one. I Quincy can't remember Jones how is fascinating.
0: it
2: went. Like it was, it was I think unreal. It's supposed to, just... to
0: be in music, Travis. I think so too. I know. Do you play any instruments? We've done this. Oh no. No, we, no! I
2: wish I, I wish I could play the piano.
0: What do you love so much about music?
2: Uh, well, one thing is with music is it can it can impact your life. Like one song can change how you feel. There's very few things out there. Like, I mean, religion obviously is something, but like music has like three minutes of a song can impact your life. Mm. And I don't know. It's just, you can always find something that to relate your, like from a song, like 99% of the song might not relate to you, but you can find like one little piece. Yeah. And so you can identify with it and it can kind of just, get you through things it, you know if you're sad it can make you happy it can just it the I think music is very powerful
0: I think you're right this fascinates me it's a question I've been mulling over in my head recently when you listen to music how do you listen to it do you listen to playlists do you listen to playlists by other people your own playlists do you listen to like what I do hmm. is I'll put my music I'll go to songs I'll hit shuffle and I'll just Skip, I mean I'll skip sometimes if it's songs And I'm like why do I have this on my iPod Mostly uh, whenever Hamilton comes on out of context I'm like yeah I'm not gonna listen to this I feel really bad how often I skip songs from the Hamilton soundtrack But I just do random shuffle But I'm like I bet some people are like Oh I click on the songs I want and I make a playlist Dan does this really cool thing where every month He makes a playlist of the songs that have just like re-entered his consciousness And he names it after the month And then he listens to it for a month I've done
1: something similar where I On my Spotify, I have playlists that are labeled uh, either the apartment I was living in or the the time period I was going through. Like, I have a um, late night flight one when I would take Red Eyes from LA back home um, to Connecticut. So, I had like a late night flight uh, playlist. So, that was like my LA playlist. And then I had one when I moved to Nashville, it was called like Nashville Fall. Uh, because I was really sad. (laughs) It was like full of like a bunch of like really sad songs when I just first moved to Nashville. Um, And also like when I had gotten like reintroduced to country music and like better country music than what I had ever really listened to because now I'm living in the heart of it. Um, So it's a bunch of like stages of life. So I think I I also have like I have playlists like that where sometimes I'll go like when I'm working out or you know, running errands or something, I'll throw on like a playlist of like a mood or like one of my previous like life periods. And I'm like, wow, what was I going through? That I like I had this song on there. Yeah. Or it'll bring back like emotions or like memories. Oh, yeah. from Like what yep. I went through during that period when I made that playlist. Um, I love making playlists. But I would say I more so enjoy listening to playlists made by other people because I like hearing what other people compile into a playlist and I love like discovering new music so like if I if you've made a playlist and I know that I like the type of music you listen to I'll listen to your playlist because I want to hear what what songs you have that I don't
0: yeah because it's like what have you encountered and collected person with similar tastes to me and like you know because we all have ways that we run into things so it's like if you like stuff that i like then let me hear all the songs that you like because maybe yeah. some of those songs haven't crossed my path yet but yeah i get that
2: so like in high school and college when i had an ipod i would have a bunch I of still different on
0: my ipod when talking about the music i listen to on it does that make me an old it, I'm yeah. like, yeah I don't I have mean, that on my iPod it, it definitely like, makes on you my I heard own, you say it, it and I didn't want right. to correct you it just doesn't it's it, like we're, it,
1: it makes we're you sound it. like an old to the people who I'm don't know what player. iPods. yeah are, I have because, it on my like, we all had iPods. <laughs> yeah on my iPod shuffle.
0: Leave me alone.
2: Uh, but now I use Pandora so obviously there is no like I can't curate my own oh, playlist
0: yeah, yeah.
2: So I pick artists that I like and then like so if I listen to music going to bed, I usually um, pick Phil Vassar. He's a country singer, uh, songwriter. He's more like in the '90s, but uh, like he plays the piano, so like
0: his so music like is,
2: is yeah, it's a little more soothing. And then so obviously you're gonna get songs similar to that. Okay. It's so, like like I love Eric Church, but the last thing I need trying to go to bed sure, is sure, sure. for him to play. Mm. You know, smoke a little smoke, and now I'm like yeah. want to go <laughs> drink oh, and party. I'm like I'm s- yeah,
1: yeah. Now yeah. you're wired.
0: He can't be like Red Solo Cup. You know, that's not going to yeah, get you ready to go to sleep.
1: Trying to go to sleep. Yeah,
0: yeah, I get that. I get that. Or if you drink enough out of a red solo cup, you can just go to sleep right there into your oscillating fan, you know,
1: yeah, I mean, that's
0: also a- alleged It's <laughs> uh, always an option. All right, cool. That was a random thing about music. Does no, anyone else have no, friendly no, was it nice? Ba- what? What do you mean? It wasn't nice. <laughs> I didn't say that I liked it and that I was happy about it. I'm devastated that that happened to you. That fan is going to hear from me. I'm not a fan. OK, of that fan. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Do you guys, did you do anything interesting since we talked to each other lot? Is your dog throwing up and also pooping a lot? Or is that I just some That's just you. And I think no, that one's just,
2: just you. had mashed potatoes and Coke floats. Oh,
0: <laughs> mashed course. potatoes and Coke floats. The Travis Rockhold story. <laughs> um, there we go. This all counted as your mental health update. Uh, I have not looked at this doc as much as I should. It's been a whirlwind of sad and mad and dark and gloomy here. But Travis can tell you what's today on the podcast.
2: Uh, Cam Newton, no longer with the Patriots.
0: Who who, who knew? When did that happen?
2: Uh, Bill Belichick had some interesting uh, comments on uh, COVID. Um, oh. Bryson DeChambeau. Don't call him, Berksy.
0: I mean, that story is just—I <laughs> can't wait to talk about it. Oh my, oh my god! god.
2: Uh, we have more Mets drama
0: uh, and like serious, Lord, and serious
2: guess. and dumb drama.
0: hmm hmm mm-hmm. I prefer the dumb, but I guess we'll get to both.
2: Uh, and then, of course, Jeopardy
0: oh my god there's more jeopardy and i Mm. threw in here mark davis's house we're gonna talk about mark davis's house looks like a spaceship (laughs) it's like a spaceship airport so that's neat but first before we get to all that today's podcast is brought to you by gatorade travis uh, what how do you want me to tell the people about gatorade
2: the substitute teacher but you're trying to be cool we
0: have absolutely done this recently As he dabs his lip. It's just, I I wish we could have the visual elements of this podcast for our listeners. I'm just going to do a dumb impersonation for the 15th time about a sports drink to a guy whose lip is bleeding.
2: Okay, then how about this? Oh, no.
0: I'm in the headspace. I'm in the headspace. Unless this is our only ad read and you want to use whatever it is you're about to say.
2: I was going to change it up and uh, maybe it is the. the head football coach that is a, a teacher, and it's the last period before the big game, and he doesn't care about anything This is but a, the that's game. That's
0: too much character development for me. I'm kind of method, and I've never met this person, and so I'm going to go back to the
2: okay
0: cool substitute teacher. Hey guys! (laughs) What's up y'all? I'm your teacher. I know I'm not your teacher, but for today I'm your teacher, so I'm just kind of like a cool teach, you know? You could just call me teach. Uh, Gatorade knows there are many paths to greatness. Can you guys take your seats? Yeah, yeah, it's totally chill. Just grab a seat. <laughs> uh, d- how you get there is up to you. Sometimes you gotta grind it out, you know. Sometimes you gotta get up early and put in the work, even when this you're not feeling. Sucks. Even it's. Um, hey guys, could we keep the chatter down, okay? Because uh, Gatorade knows you need to get up early and put in the work, even when you're not feeling one hundred. You know, when you can't keep it one hundred. <laughs> oh no (laughs) so (laughs) fun guys so sometimes it takes staying focused on a goal knowing where you want to be and that you'll have to pour everything in to get there and where there is right now again is our seats can we get to our seats thank you so much we've been in class for five whole minutes now and so sitting down should be pretty easy oh i love that is that a spitball that's cool I see the technology has advanced since I last made those. All right, guys. Uh, Other times you just need to dig deep and show some guts. You know, be brave. Never let anything stand in the way of what you can accomplish. Except I am going to stand in the way of uh, of you accomplishing passing those notes. Okay, guys. Honestly, if you just let me get through this, I'll let you spend the rest of the class with your heads down on your desk, like taking a nap. Just let me get through. Honestly, guys. Okay. I want to be your friend, but you're about to Sorry. meet a very different teach. And that teach is a mean teach. All right. So, so let me just finish yeah. the ad read. Thanks.
2: Sorry.
0: Sometimes there are days you have to get in the gym and get some gains. Okay. Put in all oh, the reps geez. and get stronger each day. But whatever path you take to greatness, and I sure can tell you're all on it. Gatorade's there to help fuel the journal because greatness starts with G. G. Honestly, Green. do whatever you want. I'm going to go. I quit. Boom. Wow. Get. Do they give out awards for that kind of stuff? Because I think that might have been award winning.
2: I'll, I'll submit it.
0: Thank you. Could you? What's up oh, well. with COVID? Are you ducking? Oh, no, you're getting something out of your bag. think you. What happened with. So Cam's not on the paths anymore, huh?
2: They uh, released him on. Tuesday,
0: in mm-hmm. a stunning move, they really and sure so did. So it's
2: now uh, it's Mac Jones's team. Who? Mac Jones.
0: Who? Um. Mac Jones. So Cam Newton, a week ago, honestly, time flat circle, between a week or two weeks ago, somewhere in that time range, got there was a miscommunication, a much interrogated but never clarified. Miscommunication that he went somewhere on an approved uh, trip but then didn't get a test from the right place or something. And what was exposed in all of this was essentially that Cam Newton must not be vaccinated because he was being held to the rules that the NFL has put in place for unvaccinated players. Because again, this year the NFL instituted rules that are different for vaccinated and unvaccinated players a decision that they made and now we are dealing with the consequences of that uh bill belichick has gone out of his way now especially in light of the urban meyer situation to say that it's not the reason that cam newton was cut he elaborated on those comments to say things i imagine we're getting to later in the doc that aren't super um but i think that it. it look i am so sick of tiptoeing around talking about vaccines it is something that uh, I couldn't have fought more passionately against when I was a child you would have not met a single other person who was more against a vaccine than me because I was scared of it because I'm afraid of needles because my body does not like it I tried to find every excuse in the book to not get vaccines so you're
2: you're not anti vaccine you're anti shot if they just give it like in a a vitamin
0: sure but they couldn't and that was explained to me and did I like it no but did I do it yeah because I had to to go to school it was required of me I hated everything about it I understand it's different from the reasons people are against it now, but it's very frustrating to me that it's like, well, I had to suck it up. We all have to suck it up. This is how how you have a society. This is how you have a civilization that survives, that evolves, that grows instead of just eating itself like this is what you have to do to preserve humanity which is supposed to be something that we care about. I love personal freedoms. I believe so much in personal freedoms. This is not one of those situations. This is not a personal freedom situation. This is a if you're not getting vaccinated the this this virus this pandemic will morph into variants it will become worse it will keep going it will become resistant it will start to infect the, it's it it is it just seems so logical and I get very 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 frustrated how much people I don't know almost become too singularly focused on the politics of it because it's been incredibly politicized and it's been very very effective I don't think that people who are sucked up in this narrative are dumb. I think they're just being sold a convincing story and it's just very frustrating to me to say like now there's just don't say that he was fired because he wasn't vaccinated don't say that but then on the other hand we're like wow a guy's not a real athlete if he doesn't play through an injury and d- endanger his health. We've got such a warped view on what people should and shouldn't give up or risk for football or for baseball or sports or their jobs it just feels so disconnected to me from like caring about humanity caring about making sure that other people who don't have the same luxuries you do to keep yourself safe or to get yourself healthy once you become sick because there are people with easier access to health care than people than other people and a lot of times it's those people who are making the it's creating this narrative that ugh, it, the whole thing bums me out. I'm so sick of talking about it. I'm so sick of thinking about it. I'm so sick of sickness. This apartment. I'm sick of all of it.
2: The, the one thing I'll say with on the, the athletic side is we, we we've heard some people come out and they're asked about if they're vaccinated and The one thing that I said I was willing to do is I'm willing to listen to you and hear what your reasoning is. And then I will then, you know, kind of decide. But I never heard any athlete come out and give a reason that was like, oh, okay.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. It's a lot of like, I wanna do my own research. I wanna learn more. And it's like, that's awesome. Now, did you, did you learn more? Tell me what you learned.
2: And also when it's like, I want to do my own research, what what research are you going to do? Like, I get that you, you don't want to like, just make a, a team brings in people and you're supposed to make the decision on the spot, but me doing my own research. And there's... Or
0: you're putting off having to make a decision that you've decided. It, it's. I think we've said this before. It's a lot easier to not do something than it is to do something. And so when it when what we need is to motivate people to do something, if you just don't want to do it, you can kind of just make an excuse and not do it. And I think this is one of those things that's like when I see somebody just appear to be making an excuse to not do something they just really don't feel like doing, it frustrates me. Because it's like, you know who didn't feel like doing it? Me. And I did it. Uh, and I have trouble doing literally anything right now. Those are my cops. The cops are, are, are my, they're not mine, but they're in my neighborhood. They're not following you on the highway. Are
2: the cops in your pocket? No. Like, Yeah, those are my cops. They're on the take. <laughs> I,
0: uh, I just, you know.
2: The the one other thing that I did when the, like the, first, the vaccine was like first being discussed, I was like, oh, I'm probably going to wait on this. Because at the time, I was like, this thing's kind of being rushed. And, And then once I knew some people that got it, then it was like, okay, I'm good. And now for the people that were like, I need it to be, you know, FDA approved. Well, you've you've lost that one.
0: I know, I know. It just feels like everything has the ability to be, if it doesn't confirm the thing you thought, then you can ignore it. And it's so it's so defeating to me as a person that's like, man, words are powerful. If you can use them effectively, you can you can, you know, communicate how much something means to you. And it just I'm starting to feel like that's not true because people still just log on and yell at me about HIPAA. And I'm like, what is anybody talking about? This is a sports story to say on a, the same network where for years people have echoed the phrase the best ability is availability to go on there and say that if you're a backup quarterback which it seemed like Cam had been deemed to be and you're not vaccinated then it's a bigger you then you don't have you might not have there's a bigger risk of you not having availability even if it's just because you'll have to quarantine for longer in a way that a vaccinated player wouldn't have to. It's not saying that vaccinated people can't get COVID. They can. That's why everybody needs to get vaccinated. It also lowers the uh, effect that COVID has on your body. That's important. That keeps people from dying. It's not a magical cure that makes the whole thing go away. It's a process. But delaying that process is going to drag this out for so long that it's going to just keep having lasting effects On like generations of people Millions and millions and millions of people Have had their lives upended by something And we have to start fixing it Or it's going to spiral out of control It's going to compound with other issues I'm so tired Cam's not on the Patriots
2: anymore (laughs) I don't think he got cut because of COVID I don't think so either But I
0: think saying that it into consideration Isn't a terrible thing
1: No, that's I agree with you on that, because I think that when uh, and I know I think you have this in the doc, what Urban Meyer was saying about.
2: Yeah, we're going to get get to that in a minute.
1: Yeah. So I think that I guess I'll save what I have to say about that when we get to it. But basically, I agree with you. I don't think that you should be wronged for taking that into consideration as to whether or not you're keeping players, because your personal reasoning for whether or not you do or don't want to get vaccinated Take that out of the equation. If you are unvaccinated, you have a completely different set of rules, which then impacts the team and the way we go about our business. And so I don't think a coach or the entire staff is wrong for taking it into consideration where it's like, hey, I'm not saying that, you know, shame on you for not doing it. I mean, I might be in my head, but (laughs) for, you know, I'm not saying that you're wrong. I'm saying that because you've decided to not get vaccinated, you have a, an entirely different set of rules to follow. And that is now impacting how sure. you do your job and how I conduct my job.
0: And I understand why the NFLPA has to argue this or take up, I believe it was announced that they're investigating or around the urban Meyer situation. I understand that because that's the nature of the relationship between the NFL and the NFLPA. that everything is, they have to advocate for the players, right. Yeah, or they wrong. call their steward. Yeah. This, it has come yeah. up in other situations with the personal <laughs> conduct policy. Like it, it's that's their job is to advocate for the players i get that but it just feels like it isn't advocacy for the players to say that they should be it's like this is ultimately about public health which includes the health of the players which includes the health and safety of this league and the people that the league is comprised of it's just exhausting let's how many how many vaccine stories are in here 3 we get through three and then we never have to talk about it again.
2: Ever again. Okay, speed Until... through next. So but Bill Belichick was asked about it. And he had this he said, I would just point out that I don't know what the number is, but the number of players, coaches, and staff members that have been infected by COVID in this training camp who have been vaccinated is a pretty high number. So I wouldn't lose sight of that. And my favorite uh thing that I've seen so far was actually not from any of our people, was from a random tweet. He goes, uh, players that wear helmets get concussions, so should we stop wearing helmets? Like- <laughs>
0: Actually, there has been an argument that if they were to wear less helmets, that people would hit less hard. Uh, but there's also the argument to be made that you don't wear pads, so you don't get hurt. You wear pads, so the other guy doesn't get hurt, which kind of relates to a vaccine situation. It's about giving... Oh, God, I hate it. I'm I've been running in these logical circles for a couple days... Um,
2: And then as you then the other one will speed fast, fast. Wait, but I should say Belichick
0: isn't it it, saying that there are people who have been vaccinated who are getting sick is not the argument against vaccines that you think it is. Um, That explains uh, variants and mutations and um, which is explained by the fact that we have not achieved herd immunity, which is something we thought we'd be able to get to pretty easily. I also want to say shout out to the WNBA, who's 99 percent vaccinated as a league. Wow.
2: And then, Urban Meyer is being and the Jaguars being investigated because uh, he said something in effect of you know, COVID. He said everyone
0: everyone was considered about roster cuts. That was part of the consideration, such as production. Let's start talking about this. And also, is he vaccinated or not? Can I say that that was a decision maker? It was certainly in consideration. Um, And this is you shouldn't say it, but yeah, this is what led the uh, NFLPA to open the investigation. Which now he's come out and said that it wasn't the reason that cuts were made. But it is funny to hear Urban Meyer, college coach, coming from a place where he had power and there was no union representing the athletes to come (laughs) out and just say, like, I'm pretty sure I'm not supposed to say this. Can I say this? And then you're like, yeah, uh, if it's a question, once you're in the NFL, I think you're supposed to not say it and then actually ask someone if you can say it. Um, but I said this on HQ today, the quiet part is getting confused with the loud part a lot lately to the point where, um, it's, it sure is confusing to a, a lot of people. Uh, so okay, Urban Meyer, uh, this is like when somebody that you disagree with makes a good point and you're like, okay, yeah, I know it's the worst. It's like, okay, okay, I, okay. Uh, good for you. We, I,
1: you and I both have stated our lack of love for Urban Meyer yeah Uh, don't Travis is uh, beckoning for us to keep
0: going and to pour it on I know I know and I'm not no I
2: want you come on in Welcome. Well, no, because
0: I yeah, no. want to get
1: to the next story in our doc, which I'm very intrigued about. Uh, so I will just say that it pains me to have agreed with Urban Meyer, who I normally disagree with.
0: Are you but getting I hyped don't for think... the one that I put in or for the one yes. that's next? Okay, because I was yes, going to say. the one that you I'm put honored. in. Because okay, I, I have Davis no idea house. what it is we're going to talk about. Mark Davis, uh, the owner, right, of the, of the Raiders is moving to Vegas and he has bought a $14 million home. Now, I have not looked into the Nevada uh, real estate market since 2009. When I was leaving college and considering moving out to Las Vegas with a friend of mine to like work for a year bartending and just make money and save it and then figure out what I was going to do with my life. I didn't do that, but I thought about it. And part of the reason was because a friend of mine and I could pay like $400 a month for rent and have an apartment with a jacuzzi and like bedrooms and a huge kitchen and and just so much space for no money. And so I don't know, I'm sure it's changed. What a volatile market, but he spent $14 million on this house. And that is in the desert, I think gets you a lot. And so pictures of this alleged house um, are on the internet. They were, I don't know if they were trending, but they sure crossed my timeline today. And um, it's 15,000 square feet. It is silver and black and it has a 5422 square foot garage
1: 5, i just googled it what is
0: this square foot garage that is just his house does not look like a home no it looks like a uh, it looks like a an, an aircraft carrier it looks yeah, like, like it, it looks like a spaceship. What's the what's the ship that the Avengers use? Yeah, I was the, just gonna say, the, it, floating... it, it looks like uh a... What the hell is the word? I'm not enough of an expert in that world to know this, but somebody's screaming it at their podcast right now. So, I'm sure.
2: I don't know that, but I did just I do a quick uh, cost comparison living mm-hmm. uh, in New York. If I just threw this number oh, out here, doesn't if you uh, your salary is 100,000 in New York. You can have that same lifestyle and make fifty seven thousand in Las Vegas.
0: I wish numbers made more sense to me because I bet that's a very interesting stat.
2: I mean, it's cost of living <laughs> is basically fifty percent cheaper.
0: Mm. Wow. Yeah. This also, though, if you zoom in on this one picture, and Christina, you googled it. Is there only the one picture, or are there multiples right. now?
1: Um. So I clicked on the first article. Let me just go to images.
0: Oh, like I assume this is a model. This is like a three D uh, rendering. Yeah, I mean, this but is the, the decorating only one that's popping up. So bland. It just looks like a bad resort. That yeah, might like also it just looks like you.
1: Yeah, it looks like a totally uninviting business resort. Like it doesn't look fun. It looks cold and unappealing. But the Whoa. pool.
2: Oh, is hold on A second here. Look yeah, at the pool. I mean- the pool's How, how can someone have a pool and not look fun?
0: Well, honestly, Do you see there's the building just, behind it? There's just something dystopian when you think about... Th- if you zoomed out on this photo a little bit further, and it's just this palace in the midst of the a desert. desert. It's just like a... It feels incredibly opulent to have a pool that has little pools inside of it in the midst of a desert. It doesn't. I mean, the seem... pool is, is easily the coolest part of the whole thing. But the
1: building itself is giving me very big Darth Vader vibes.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, mm-hmm. Which I it guess it looks like it could turn cool into some. a jeep,
0: or it could turn into a giant um, robot that can attack Godzilla if need be. Yes, it's a transformer house. Is
1: that what is underneath? Is this like a club underneath? Like what is underneath that first love? Oh, there's.
2: I was there's hoping like that like there was a barber shop in his house. Uh,
0: does he yes. not have one? No, it's Have you seen his, hair? his haircut is pretty bad. Now, is that a side pool? Are those side pools on the left and right? Because it looks like there's areas where there's lounge chairs in what appears to be, and maybe I'm making this up, but it looks like ankle deep water that a, chair, a lounge chair is sitting in, which would be the most ideal sunning situation where you're just like laying there and then you can kind of scoop some warm water because it's shallow enough. I mean, that's a cool idea, Mark Davis. I'll give you that, but that's literally all I'm going to give you.
2: He's he also needs and maybe it's just not going to be in the photo hotel, by the cabana areas. He needs like some uh, water misters because it's going to get hot out there. So if you're just sitting outside the pool, Travis, you need to he's stay got, the got pool. his own
0: Shade. lake. I mean, I don't think he <laughs> yeah. needs. He's also got all around the outsides. You'll see his pool has a has a fountain around it. Yeah, and he's got tiny it's got statues a moat. spitting looks water. Like a moat. Yeah, his his pool has a moat. Or wait, maybe you're right. Maybe that's marble and those are statues. I thought those were little water bubbler things.
1: No, I think those are little water bubbler things inside of the moat that goes around the pool.
0: Either way, Mr. Mr. Davis, your house is staring at me and I'd ask it to please stop. It's got evil eyes and it's looking directly into my soul. It really does have evil eyes. Like if you stare
1: directly at it, like I feel like something bad's going to happen. Like, it's like, don't look it in the eye kind of thing.
0: I don't think I have, like, a design aesthetic. I think I'm pretty basic. But I I think the older I get, the more I'm like, I don't think I want my house to look like a spaceship. I mean, it's cool. I don't mind staying in a hotel that's got really modern style. But I don't think for my house, I want it to look so cold. It looks so I've cold. I've thought long and hard about this because I
1: love interior design I love going on YouTube and when I hit the gym hard and go on YouTube I find myself in a rabbit hole of watching anywhere from like an affordable home all the way up to like a multi-billion dollar you know something I'll never be able to afford Um, and I've thought really long and hard about what ideally my dream home would be and even if I had expendable money like that I don't think I don't think that's my aesthetic either I don't i love being cozy and that house is far from cozy okay mm.
2: uh a little information he mm. bought this uh that. he bought this lot for six million last summer oh my god his neighbor okay is gene simmons how All how right.
0: far uh, it's like his neighbor in the
2: yeah, house is away. seven miles away like,
1: yeah i was gonna say how many miles away is the neighbor
2: Man. i think you take a helicopter
0: oh nice god. Oh my god, I don't, I know, I know, warning, warning, I'm about to get sad again, but it's just harder, the more I'm on this earth, to watch people just be like, yeah, I got the money to fix that, and then watch people that are like, I could never even dream to have the money to fix that, just, it's a lot, but good for you. It's today's episode name. Good for you. Happy Happy housewarming. Good for yeah. Let's all make sure we send. You got a like a GoFundMe for a house. Do you have a registry? Can we send you a gift?
2: I can't wait till it's on Chris. What
0: does one send for a house How do that you large sell and a house ridiculous? like this to anyone other than a huge Mark Davis fan? And also, if you're out there and you're a huge Mark Davis fan, please call in. numbers is 860 506 5571. And that's right, I did just do that for memory. I was about to say, wow. If you're a Mark I'm Davis, impressed. Stan, I need to hear from you. I need to know why. I need to know what it is. Did it start ironic and become real? Because I get that, Rob Ryan, but it still. I just need to know, I do. So please, let me know. That's Mark Davis's house, folks. That's how you do a a topic on a podcast. What else?
2: Bryson Deschambault. Okay, so Bryson Deschambault and
0: Brooks Kepka do not like each other. Travis, really? are we on a side? Because I haven't paid full attention to this. I think originally I was on Team Kepka, and now I think I'm on Team. The both of you just handle this. Exactly.
2: I have been Team Brooks from the jump. Okay, I, I can, am you're Team a
0: Hipster. Name his first three albums. Or don't. Brooks Kepka, what's the origin story of this? Uh,
2: it starts with Pace of Play, I believe, is the deal. Is where it first started. And that was how long is- ago? Uh, I don't know.
0: Because if you're giving this years. beef as much credit as I think it may be proving it deserves, you could say that this was the origin story of Bryson DeChambeau's, uh, I don't want to say glow up, but I also don't want to say beef up. So I'm going to say, I'm gonna say
1: uh, honestly, I would consider I, uh, it a glow
0: down. Membership but... to the Iron Palace. Um, yeah. Cl- both clanging buff. and banging. Uh, yeah. Isn't he why? Because Brooks Kepka came back and was kind of was the it was is muscly, and then Bryson DeChambeau was like, "I'm gonna be the muscly guy."
2: Yeah. So Brooks has always been. Yeah. Him and uh, Dustin Johnson are always big into working out, and then Bryson sure. started doing that, and that right. yes.
0: And then now, and then pace a play. Either way, what I can tell you is that this seems remarkably. Oh petty. wait. What?
2: Hold on. Uh. 2019. Uh, pace of play was brought up it's
0: too many years for
1: this to be going on you know what this this gives me very much you know bryson is the younger brother and brooks is like i yes. did it first yes and now you want to do it mom come take care Yo, of like, i said today on an hq and it i felt so bad about annoying. saying it
0: but i was like this feels like you called mom and so here's where we're yeah. at so 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 there you'll remember that there was like a video that leaked of um of Brooks doing an interview and Bryson walking by and Brooks like rolling his eyes at him and then people started yelling "Brooksy" at Bryson At and at one tournament he got really mad at them and told them he was going to get them kicked out I think allegedly at another tournament he did get people removed that were yelling it at him
2: and then also when that first started Brooks was not there Brooks posted a video on social media with one of his sponsors and uh, like hinted at it and about fans getting kicked out and did some promotional thing where they sent product uh, to some fans. So like he was kind of egging it on. And too. then,
0: but then Brooks, I mean, uh, then Bryson said, "Like, no, actually, I'm like not mad. Like, I'm not even mad, like at all. I actually think it's like funny, actually, which is exactly <laughs> what you say when you're mad online. And if you've ever seen exactly. anyone be mad online, you're like you this can, is
1: actually really immediately funny." Me okay? diagnosed it.
0: like, actually, I think this is absolutely hilarious. And the noise you think that's me crying, it's actually me laughing. So um you're wrong, and I'm fine with it. <laughs> and then, so, so now. The commissioner of the PGA Tour, or is it the president? I think it's commissioner. The PGA
2: Tour commissioner, Jay Monahan. Yes, I
1: mean, we, we Monahan. might as
0: well just call him Mom because this is exactly what like. Mom stepped in. Yeah, Jay <laughs> Monahan swooped in and basically said that it's really disrespectful and it won't be tolerated from fans, and that they could risk facing expulsion for again saying Brooksy when Bryson DeChambeau's golfing. So, um, it feels like, this is what Christina was talking about, it feels like Bryson DeChambeau was like you guys better stop it or I'm going to tell my mom and then my mom's going to tell your mom and then you're going to be in big trouble it sounds like what I sarcastically say when I'm getting shot a lot in Warzone, where I'm like guys my mom said you have to stop and it's (laughs) like I'm I'm, (laughs) my mom said you have to be nice to me yeah I'm I'm taking my ball and I want my mommy and uh it just feels silly to me that he's doing that so publicly but to each his own he's not mad actually he thinks it's very funny
2: uh, and so even a couple of the golfers made fun of it. Lee Westwood's like, I've been called lumpy. Oostie Clarky, among other names that I can't mention on and off the, uh, for the last 25 years. And now you bring a rule in and then James Hahn said calling Bryce and anything, but his real name will get you thrown out of a golf tournament. So if one of you call me Kevin, not Danny Lee uh, Sangmu Bay, we're going to have real problems.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, I mean. For years, not to again make this about me, but for years I feel like people have been telling women on the internet or people of color on the internet to like, who cares about your Twitter replies? Just ignore them. You have to just ignore them. Why do you read them? Why do you give them a platform? And then somebody calls Bryson DeChambeau Brooksy. And is in the and people are like that's mean. You can't do that, and we'll kick you out. That's if you it. Do that. you're, really? you're not going to be allowed I, I, here please anymore. Please call me Brooksy. If you call me Brooksy, I'm like this is the nice thing. If that's thing I've the been worst thing weeks. you're calling
1: me is Brooksy,
0: then you know I'm having a pretty good day. People call me Mina Kimes on the internet, and I'm just like I'll take the compliment. I don't even. It's fine. It's fine to me. You're like yes, I am actually. Yes, I Thank am. I'm good. Please, I would love to pretend I was Mc- I Mina. I for a day just a day but anyway golf uh I, I clinton yates made a really good point today on highly questionable sometimes the days that i do hq by the time we do the podcast i'm just kind of recapping what happened this is the most this is the, <laughs> the, the internet's first leading uh hq recap podcast but clinton yates like, golf is doing this thing where they want to be viral they want to be you know attract a younger audience and have cool stars and then they want they also want to not like have the repercussions of like, this is what happens. You get trolly people that come to your, you get dumb, petty drama and you're not handling it in a way that's going to mitigate it because you know, what was his name? J J Mamahan. Just uh, Google the Streisand <laughs> effect because I feel like Brooksy is going to be the most commonly said thing at golf tournaments moving forward. Yeah. Aren't they paired together for the Riders writers cup? Is that what it's called? No, they, oh, they, they're they? like
2: going to put their beef aside. They they're not going to put them together. There's no way. Hmm? But here's the thing like I get that Bryson may not like it, but it's bringing more viewers and more viewers means more money for you and other golfers. Embrace this. Lean into it. The difference is Kepka is built for this. Uh, Brooksie Bryson. <laughs> is not built for this. Mm.
1: No, he's he's the kid who got pushed on the playground and is like, That's not fair. My mom said you have to let me play. Honestly, and so though, Brycie, that
0: is the energy. If I could give you some advice, it only hurts if you're not examining what it is about it that bothers you so much. Like, just sit down for a second and be like, why does it bother me so, so much when they Is do there this? truth to figure the out, yeah, mockery? Figure out what yeah. the answer is and what it is about it that bothers you, and then you can start to make it bother you less because you'll understand what, what sore spot it's pushing on because clearly it's pushing on a sore spot for you. But like this bandaid of a solution is making you look like you're incredibly sensitive about something that isn't that mean. So like, I know it stinks, but examine it and figure it out. Because if you can figure that out and then kind of turn it back around, it's like when your parents tried to explain to you when you were younger that if you ignored your bullies, it would make them more mad because you just wouldn't be. It's all that. Yeah, like... kill them with kindness. Yeah, think about sticks what it is and stone. Just tell them laugh sticks and at stones. Yourself. Laugh at it. Be like, this is fun. Don't tell us you're laughing at it. Literally laugh at it. Because when you're like, I'm actually laughing and then people are getting banned from golf tournaments, then I don't think you're actually laughing. I think you just want me to think that you are.
2: Find out through get some sources. Find out what Brooks is going to wear each day for the tournament yes, colors. Just start pretending. And wear the yes, same and just wear the same like, thing. Like a one his up name tag the at the wedding.
0: Sit in his seat. Like do, yes. be funny about it. Change one your handle. The mockery. Yes. It's just like I don't know. I don't know. Or talk to him about it and be like, "Hey, this is really starting to upset me." If it's really upsetting you, be honest with the people in your life. But don't, don't. I'm actually laughing. The Mets uh can we just get the serious news out of the way first so we can then do the other news yeah so the gm the acting gm was arrested for drunk driving he refused a sobriety test i believe refused a um what's it called breathalyzer but he failed a field sobriety test he was sleeping in his car at like four in the morning um
2: and you know where he's coming from where on the night, uh, this is according to Jeff Passon, on the night of the New York Mets, uh, Zach Scott was arrested for allegedly uh, driving drunk. He was at the Connecticut home of team owner Steve Cohen. Sources tell ESPN a fundraiser for the team's amazing uh, Mets Foundation was being held at the house. And
0: well, the Mets certainly are amazing. amazing and then the right, Mets say,
2: uh, we were surprised and deeply disappointed to learn this morning about his alleged DUI. Like, bro, he was at the team owner's house getting drunk. mm. Like maybe get an Uber home and just watch out for fans.
0: Yeah. So that happened, but in thumbs down gate, um,
2: I think it's thumbs up gate now.
0: <laughs> Sorry, I can't. Keep oh, up okay, 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 with how silly and so much easier these stories are to talk about, Javi Baez and. Uh, Francisco Lindor, we talked about this last podcast, were giving thumbs down to Mets fans and booing them. And then when I asked about it, they were like, look, they boo us when we're bad. So when we're good, we boo them. They got it wrong. We hold them accountable. And then Mets ownership, who clearly, as aforementioned, uh, have their together, told fans that it was mean – And not cool, or told uh, the the players that it was not cool to be mean to fans and that the fans are just great, top to bottom. They love everything about them, and they aren't to be criticized like that. So then Javi Baez gets up to bat, uh, and it gets booed, thumbs downed. And I will say one guy brought a thumbs, a cutout of a thumbs down to the stadium, and then he held it sideways. All that work. You had one Well, actually, I... (laughs)
2: You think it's a creative assu- choice? So I'm gonna assume that this guy's creative, and he was letting them know that you know what? The jury is still out on what I think of you guys. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna wait and yeah. see your performance sure, today, and I then I you, will give you.
0: Are you part of uh Mets ownership? Because you're giving way too much credit to Mets fans. <laughs> that is uh, hey, the Mets the, the Mets most fans are amazing. They're amazing. reading so. that I've ever heard of the situation. But sure, let's pretend this guy was gonna wait and see. Then Javi Baez is on first basis is in the ninth. He was the go-ahead run, Uh and he scored from first base on a – was it a hard drive? Was it a line drive in the infield? Either way, it was bobbled by the left fielder. I know that, but I think it – whatever. He scored, and then they showed fans, and fans were giving them two thumbs up because he scored the winning run. And I waited for Javi Baez to jump up from his slide into the plate and give a thumbs down to the fans, and he didn't. Yeah, double middle fingers or even just one thumbs up. There's something. So many ways he could go creatively, and I just think he deserves a lot of credit for ending the narrative there because he could have been like, now you're giving me the thumbs up, now I'm going to do Yeah, this, this could have just but kept going. it was just like, look, I scored the runs, we're even now, let's just all chill out. And then their GM got arrested.
2: Cool. question do we know if the fan with the sign then adjusted we the don't. thumb
0: we don't but i if, that's a little you know what i'd bad like to live work. in the rose colored world that you live in so let's just imagine he flipped that frown upside down and everything or right side up or he thumbed it, Baez, he it and everything was fine
2: javi should have went alex morgan and just pinky out celebration with teacup mm.
0: Speaking of women's soccer, there's a lot of stuff going on in the NWSL and I have been seeing it tangentially, but I have not given it the deep dive it deserves because of my current mental state. And so I do just want to say very quickly that everyone should be following Meg Linahan, who I think wants to be on vacation, but can't because so much is happening in like ownership and, and front offices and stuff like that. So read up on that. Follow Meg Linehan. She's great. Um, and uh, hopefully my dumb brain will get to work on understanding it soon and we can talk about it, but we're not going to talk about it today because existentialism so
2: back to back to uh, back
0: to the Mets I guess
2: how soon till the Mets Mark like use this to make money with thumbs down on Uh, shirts and stuff
0: I don't even care I've lost the ability to care so that means it's time for us to talk about Jeopardy because if there's anything I can always care about it's Geo party with an exclamation point what's the update
2: Also, so Mike Richards is out as the EP of Jeopardy, but also Wheel of Fortune. And before we get into Jeopardy, I feel bad for Wheel of Fortune. Why is that? Because this whole thing has always been about Jeopardy, and he's the EP of another amazing show, and (laughs) Wheel of Fortune's getting no love. (laughs)
0: Pat Sajak. Um, I don't, I don't know that as EP he was necessarily crushing it. I think that's a position that could be filled and actually let's just get into it is being filled by a friend of the podcast Michael Davies from Embassy Row who some of you may know and why would you it's okay if you don't was the technically executive producer of Garbage Time so round of applause if you think I didn't send him a text <laughs> right the hell away uh when I saw that he's in charge of Jeopardy and Wheel of Fortune on an interim basis He's got his own stuff going on. You may know him as the host of one of the hosts, part of a delightful uh partnership called Men and Blazers. Um he uh is and I was just like, "Hey, this show means a lot to me. I'm glad to see somebody that knows what they're doing in charge of it." And then I gave him the thumbs up. So, you know,
2: I just love how they like they made this decision and they thought they could get past it and the employees could like move on like it was this
1: yeah it was like in what world did you think say like him being in the limelight we finding out the skeletons in the closet and then he goes back to his normal day job and we're like all right forgetting we
0: knew all of this and and also the thing is that a lot of the behind the scenes stuff people are trying to make it like he just said some bad stuff on a podcast once it's not that it was indicative of his management style which is his job we kind of saw behind the scenes that he was sketchy at his job so I know it's really easy to just be like cancel culture everybody's said dumb stuff in their lives but this doesn't feel like that to me. And it feels like and it's could just be because I'm very close to it. I consider myself very close to the show. It means a lot to me. And I've read a lot about it. It just seems like we found out this guy wasn't very good at his job and then they were like, "Yeah, but we're going to keep him on." It, That's the, it's an institution that means a lot to America, and I know that might seem trivial and stupid to you, but when Travis was talking about music earlier, I was like, I think that's how I feel about TV, I've always loved TV, it's helped me learn about people and places and things that I wouldn't probably see on my own, because I've always been a person who doesn't really leave their house, it's just kinda now I'm enabled to really do that, TV was like a gateway to a world that I didn't understand, it taught me about types of humor, it taught me empathy, and Jeopardy has been around and unchanged, for the most part, for a very long time. It's tr- it's like a tradition, like a modern tradition. And this person... Yeah,
1: it's sacred to
0: you. This person who didn't seem like he gave that much of a shit about it, to be quite honest, was in charge of it and almost tried to make himself the host of it. And it was just like, hey, get out of here. It wasn't like, how oh, dare you ever have a controversial take when you're trying to make a joke. It was... Hey, you—you uh, you kind of meddled with the process. You are well, being yeah, like you seem like a questionable weirdly. person.
2: It, and it wasn't like he tweeted something that should have been said, but he did it when he was like twelve years old, and it is it's like it's coming yeah. back. He said this a few years ago, and it, you, you just you couldn't.
0: Everybody uses the, the it's just, that position. It, it was the time it was the time back then. It's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, you I understand the point you're making. Things were different. You could get away with saying a lot more back then. Have you examined why now things the culture doesn't appreciate?" Do you, have you spent time thinking about what has changed in society and not just that people yell at you now when you say, do you understand the issues people took with what you said? Or are you just like, hey, that was back then where you could just honk a woman's boob in the middle of a podcast and everybody would laugh. Like, <laughs> that, what are you? Have you processed what it is people are trying to tell you? Do you understand why culturally we're here now? What does it mean to you? What lessons have you learned? How specifically, when did you realize that what the way you used to be was uh, offensive or uh, borderline harassment? When did, it, tell me the story of when it clicked for you so that I can go, oh, wow, I recognize that journey. I'm not always perfect, but when I figure out that I was wrong about something, I do really work hard to understand why, so I don't make that mistake again. But when you just say, oh, it was a different time back then. Then all you're telling me is that you're you're not really consciously paying yeah, th- attention I think that, to that what about the, the, the times are different. You didn't say, hey, dude, I screwed up. Here's exactly how. Here's what I've learned. I had a conversation with this person who opened my eyes to the fact that yada, yada, yada. You're not expected yeah, it, to be right. Yeah, it's like when you said this, or when you did that. Yeah, tell me. Tell me when you learned so that people can watch the learning moment instead of seeing that in a moment when you're being attacked for the, a thing you said or a thing you did that the only way to escape it is to just go, "Hey, it was different back then."
2: Not to mention you handled this host search just mm epically bad too for maybe just the like, most
0: important host search that we've had in recent memory there is if i remember being shocked that they were going to replace alex
2: so you showed that clearly your motives are not in the right place so
0: or not clearly it, if you want to give him any benefit of the doubt it's like we're just saying no, i'm good your your motives do <laughs> not look clean so if you want me to believe that they are you have to show me A lot of people on the internet are trying to give the benefit of the doubt to all the wrong people when all it is is doubt. You're allowed to be doubtful of people and to ask them, interrogate their motives and find out why they did it and make them answer to it. But a lot of people are like, Like, you don't know, you don't know. And it's like, I don't know, that's why I'm asking and I need them to answer. And and in
1: turn, if... If I'm allowed to, which you have the right to exactly what you said, interrogate the motives of of why you did this, why you said that, you know, whatever it is. He has the opportunity to say, look, I made a mistake and this is how I've corrected myself, blah, 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 blah. But that, that never happened. And he never, there's no explanation for anything. So then it's like, well, I don't really believe you then. I don't really think that you should be in the position that you are. So... Not really
0: sad to see him go. It just makes me sad, like it, to have a TV, two TV shows r- run by essentially a lot of overlap. The same. It's like these are very successful, long-standing TV shows. And if you're a Wheel of Fortune person, that's good for you. I'm a Jeopardy person. The
2: like to, buy a to
0: have franchises like this fumble so. It's like fumbled at the goal line. Like this is easy. They had, there was, unfortunately, because of Alex's illness, there was time. They had a chance to prepare for this happening. And then still, it just was like, what, what, yeah. And then a mess. And now there's all this controversy surrounding it, which means that there's going to be a lot of high expectations on whatever happens next. And it just feels like this whole mess should have been avoided not just could because it could have but it absolutely should have if for no other reason than like out of respect for Alex I know there's probably people listening to this being like it's a tv show lady get over it but the more I realize the impact that television has had on my life the more I'm like this is something we've always brushed off as trivial and stupid and yes a lot of times it is but it's also just like a world window in your house and like we can put cool quality stuff on it that makes people smarter and encourages curiosity we can also put garbage on it and you can eat garbage every now and then but like this show this should never have happened
2: you know it's more than a show too and i'm not a fan of saturday night live but a lot of people are and that's that's jeopardy was something that a staple that they used on their show and when you do something like that that shows how important something is, and you're paying homage by making, you know, a funny skit about it, and it it transcended just, you know, what its original purpose was.
0: Travis's take is brought to you by Homage, a t-shirt company that makes every shirt that he owns. He is desperate to get you guys to send him a t-shirt. So I honestly wasn't <laughs> trying. It's not you. paid for, and I might get yelled at for it. But you cannot bleep that one and just say you missed it. Um, yeah, Jeopardy's my SEC. That's what I've learned. It just means more, you know? So this upsets me. But speaking of college, no. Yeah. Speaking of college football. What?
2: Speaking of products. Are we not allowed to to leave
0: this in, even if your answer is no? Are we not allowed to talk about Bishop Sycamore?
2: Oh, I have no idea. There was, I haven't seen one. I have one. no idea. No, I haven't been told a single thing that we can't. It's just, just the, the just story is so... Whenever there's a story so...
0: that... it's There's a lot of layers to it. Whenever it's I so see, deep. I know. Whenever I see a story that no one else is talking about on our network, I feel like it's probably a memo that was sent to my ESPN email that I can't get into. And so I try to... Evol- but, I mean, that is a wild layer. I mean, what a
1: story. story. So, so many layers.
2: Let's get the... Well, just quickly, a football team called Bishop Sycamore played IMG Academy, which is basically a all-star team for football.
0: Is this like a new, school? Football. i don't understand how the younger— Is it a, it's a high school league? No, it's a legitimate.
2: It's, okay. It's, yeah. yeah, it's down in Bradenton, Florida.
0: Okay.
2: Um Played up in Canton against a school called Bishop Sycamore, which is allegedly from Columbus, Ohio. I had never heard of it. And during the broadcast, uh, Anish and Tom Luganville— Started hinting, and at at one point, basically just saying like, okay. "We background, we fact check these players. They are not D one recruits. They the rosters don't match up, and that's what kind of set the radar off. And so every all these reporters were watching the game because IMG is littered. I mean, there's that their team probably has at least twenty future Division one football players.
0: Well wow.
2: and it comes out that. Does Bishop Sycamore team played a game on Friday? Uh the address for the school doesn't exist. The website looks more of like a blog. Uh OHSAA, which is the governing body for Ohio High School sports, they have not uh they won't accept them into their their, you know
0: their club. They can't sit with their club. Like they
2: so they're not allowed to participate in any like sanctioned events. They've and at told first, us.
0: there's multiple layers to this because at first on the broadcast, looking at the clips, it was f- funny, like purely funny because it felt like th- they got won over on the system. They, you know, showed up and they weren't as organized and it was uh, kind of like, how did anybody believe this was a real school? And then, as sometimes happens, the narrative got a little deeper on the Internet and we found out that these kids weren't being treated very well
2: allegedly allegedly some of the kids are of high school age there's rumors that some of them are like post-grad kids
1: yes some of them Um, went to JUCO you know it's just there's so many layers to it
2: and and then ESPN came out and said you know for, for something like this we outsource there's companies that come to us and say here we have these games for you and they set it all up and then you know yes and so this other company says we had no idea uh the the head coach has been fired and then I saw on Twitter today uh Paul Paps of the uh Dan patrick show said we reached out uh they asked how much for the interview and we're like you're not we're not paying and then they said they're not available for interviews and then one one of the coaches was like on Twitter basically like trying to defend like yeah like we're not volunteers it's the problem is there's just so many layers that's that I know that I've, I probably have missed 20 things Yeah, the Yeah,
0: I feel the exact same way because I think I saw something that the coach was alleged to have been the one kind of running this. I don't necessarily want to call it a scam because, again, I don't know enough about it. It's Allegedly. one of those stories that you're like, I sure do wish this was just surface level funny instead of the the part behind it. But yeah, instead of like this, s-
1: so yeah, instead of all of the different pieces of information where you're like, "Oh, yes, well, this was wild, funny," but now, ugh, a wild <laughs> Now we're on this weird hustle. trip. Yeah.
2: Before it was Bishop Sycamore it was another name, and they got changed. And then what's actually helped them in this uh, alleged scam is COVID has allowed them. Teams need games, and they've made themselves available.
0: Oh I mean, imagine I- having the idea. Of like, hey, what if we just made a fake school? What was that movie? Oh, when like they like created their Justin own college. It, it was like a, it was like it was something like a fake university. I forget. It was what like it was. Southern Something Institute of Technology because it was shit. But I can't remember yeah. what the name of the movie was. Oh, I
2: mean this this idea of creating a charter school that's basically around sport that's not crazy. There's been a bunch. Um, Accepted. Yes, I
0: would. Yep. (laughs) This is why I get so mad when people are like, oh. Athletes can't celebrate like that in the end zone. Won't somebody think of the children? And it's like, hey, hey, won't somebody think of the children that are genuinely playing and being exploited in this league for the financial benefit of uh, older non-children? Won't somebody think of those children? Why are we focused on these little surface problems when it's like, how was this allowed to happen?
2: Well, and IMG also played them last year. You you can't tell me that they did it. Bishop know.
0: Sycamore is a fantastic fake school name. I mean, that might be ninety percent of the reason for their success. I hear Bishop Sycamore and I'm like, hey, that sounds like a prep school.
2: There's also multiple schools in the Columbus area that have the word bishop.
0: What is that? So name. you're saying they they did that so it would blend in?
2: I'm wondering I mean, if they did sight. that. And and you you make it sound like a you know a private Catholic school because Ohio is littered with private Catholic schools, so it's it's Man. easier to blend and but where they screwed up was conning themselves onto TV. If they if they're not on TV, like yeah, some people How are long like. What have making they fun been of,
0: doing this for? Do you know?
2: I think eighteen year or two thousand eighteen.
0: I was like oh, I was 18, say eighteen. Eighteen years. years. Oh my
1: god. I'm gonna say now this has become impressive actually. Yeah,
0: this is a. Uh...
2: That's fine to take the shots at ESPN, but, like, if Anish and Tom don't make those comments, I wonder if it's a story.
0: Mm, I'm sure somebody like, could have it It's like it you, robbed,
2: you robbed the wrong bank. You should have just stayed at your yeah. low level. <laughs> you
0: robbed the yeah. wrong <laughs> bank. A terrible lesson, but a lesson nonetheless.
2: Yeah, like, just stick at your little, like, you know, mom and pop banks.
0: Okay, cool. I'm glad we did that. But now let's get to this college uh, uh, football story. Thank you for letting me do that. I was so worried that you were going to be like, "We can't." They said we can't.
2: No, I I wanted to avoid it just because of how many layers there were, and I know that I botched it. And
0: but, uh, like, shout out to those kids. Well, uh, somebody next think of story.
2: Them? Uh, Deion Sanders' uh, son. Speaking of kids, uh, got a deal with the uh, Beats by Jure as a ban- uh, brand ambassador. Okay. He has not played a game.
0: Has not played a game. You said. Yeah. Okay.
2: He uh is coming in. And
0: Well, that's awesome. I'm like,
2: yeah. love that.
0: Yes. And I mean, then... I feel like if there's ever a safe bet, you're just like, Deion Sanders' is kid? Cool. I'll, you can- Absolutely. Well, Sign him.
2: I'm trying to see if I have it in here, how many followers he has. It's unreal some of these kids and the amount of followers that they have on Instagram.
1: I know. That's another thing I find wildly impressive, where nowadays, because so many- younger kids. They're all growing up with social media. It's just, it's funny to me that I had like four followers on Twitter when Twitter became a thing. And they were mm-hmm. all my friends who I said, follow man, me on Twitter. I miss Back when you
0: tweeting had like for just tweets. the people who knew me, like 12 people oh, who yeah. were in my journalism class in college and being like, just had a chicken parm. Like, oh man, I miss... Misses. Just and then, by the
1: gas station on the way to school it's I like, remember being taught in class Christina, What a hashtag cool. was and
0: being like What is he talking about I don't understand this At all but then now
1: yeah, Now like, these kids have millions of followers yeah. And I'm like I don't I don't know how you handle that
2: And then do you remember the kid that uh, Left high school early to go to Ohio State
1: Yes
0: No. He but reportedly
2: sure. has a deal that's worth 1.4 million dollars
0: Oh but he'll Whoa. never know what prom is like
2: so that's what somebody oh, tweeted. <laughs> to, uh, <having> fun. <laughs> Who cares? But he most likely is not going to play this year. And I'm guessing that 1.4 is going to be spread out over three years, which is still a lot of money, though, to not yeah. and not be playing.
0: Good for him. Good for him. If this bothers you, it's like, yeah, that oh. that's the money that... And I don't mean I you. Would... I mean anybody listening. It's like, that's the money that's been there. It's just finally now going in some of the directions that maybe it should have.
2: And, well, and also, some of it is just now... Above the table.
0: Yeah. Exactly. Oh yeah. Well I ten out of ten times
1: would skip prom for one point two million dollars. So I'm just mm-hmm. th- just making that very I'd
0: clear. Skip it for like a thousand. Skip 000. it for yes. I'd, I'd skip it for a hundred dollars. I would skip it for free, but if we're putting money, I would on say the table, missing I'll I would say missing pretty much prom, any point. <laughs> missing prom would be more uh would make you more interesting than not missing. It's like the You'd probably miss it and be like, man, it could have been this. It could have been this. And really, you would never know that it actually would have sucked. So the only value in missing of going to prom is that you find out that prom isn't all it's cracked up to be. It's like uh, uh, the one that got away. Because if you never go to prom, then you never learn the lesson that it's not what they tell you it's going to be. And so that would be a a tough thing to live with. Other than that, get me out of prom.
2: Tell Katie she's got free uh, 20 chicken nuggets of sweet and sour if she doesn't go. And yeah. she won't oh, go. Yeah, Oh,
0: God, you could give me a six piece. And I'd be like, okay, <laughs> yeah. that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, you don't, don't have six to give me 20. Be, <laughs> I don't know about a six. some piece. fries That's... and I'm, I'm, yeah, it's not. I got Wendy's last night. And I just got to say, they're nugs. Not for me. It's I'm a chicken, chicken McNug till I. Speaking I of delivery, see... I've got tacos on the way, and I'm very excited. Oh, hell yeah. i got to figure out what I'm having for dinner. Why did I – I didn't even tell you guys at the beginning the number one reason that I've been feeling very emotional and attacked by the universe, and it's because there's a hurricane named Kate, and the way that the National Weather Service or whatever is tweeting about tweet. her. Oh, my God. Your tweet really, was hilarious. Really, like, I am trying to make sure I'm uh, – not per- thinking I'm the main character that I'm not like, hey, this is about me. But the things that it's tweeting, I'm like, dude, at me. Like, stop just sitting here and just dragging. Your tweet me. yesterday is like
1: the epitome of comedy.
0: <laughs> like, so, so yesterday funny. the the National Hurricane Center tweeted uh, tropical depression Kate. Kate still a poorly organized depression. <laughs> and I was like, she's like, working yeah, on it. What okay, it? yeah. And then today they tweeted. Kate not expected to last struggling Kate not expected to last much longer and I was like all right this isn't funny anymore we get it this is really dark so shout out to Kate for not causing death and destruction I love that for her but I don't love that she's struggling and I'm um, gonna die that's not let's not Put that narrative into my house, please. And thank you, National Weather, Service, National Hurricane, whatever. I don't have to get your name right. You're, you're slandering me. Technically, I think it's libel, right? Because it's written. Whatever, Travis, I think we have time for one more voicemail that's going to be brought to you folks by Dr. Pepper. That's right, college football is back. As Travis has let you know, and so are the fans. Return to glory with Fansville by Dr. Pepper, the one fans deserve
2: hey guys uh this is alex from akron ohio i was just listening to the end of the last podcast shout out to the other alex from cleveland ohio this alex is also not an ohio state fan um oh, no there reason are more of you let's get to the question um for some reason this popped in my head when i was listening to the last podcast so if all the colors in the rainbow we're in a Hunger Games-style battle royale. Who <laughs> do you think would come out on top? Love you, mean it. Wow! How high are you, Alex?
0: Alex, I love you. I mean, I, mean it. I absolutely Ohio. love it. So let's <laughs> not point
1: fingers. Uh, yeah. Oh
0: Ohio. The so are we going Roy G. Biv here? So yes, it's red, yes. orange, yeah. yellow, green, blue, indigo, violet. And they're in a yeah. Hunger Games style uh, battle, and to explain what that is, it's isn't it every man for himself, and the last only one one lives, wins? everyone else dies. Okay, so it's a battle royale, and and when you say that they're fighting, do you mean like better colors, so the best color wins, or is it like I honestly the, think the argument should stand for itself. If you say I think such and such should win, present your argument. Okay, that's a great – okay, so I would say
2: can, – can, Before we get to the winner, can I uh, – Ruin I think... everything? Yes. No, I, I think <laughs> uh, early on you're going to see an alliance between blue, indigo, and violet.
0: Yes, absolutely. Yes? Absolutely. That's well, it. I'm just going to put it out there. Red's going to win it all. That's yeah, what I, I think, think red I'm... takes red it. I don't know, though.
2: Winner. I think I one think of the first ones out – Red's is the yellow. number
0: one seed. Yellow's out early. Orange is probably yes. out early. Uh, I think I don't think Indigo's got a fighting chance. I'd like it too, but I think Violet is. I think it, it makes Indigo not matter as much.
1: Green, I think, has a fighting chance, but ultimately Red. I would say honestly, I think it comes down to Green and
0: Red, and Red. Where is
2: the fight at? Overpowers.
0: Though? No, I would Where's this being held at? What
2: is it being held out? Is it being like held outside, in like they're the? Are they like out in
0: the woods, right? With and they so, all get so wet yeah, they are in the middle of the woods.
2: Green can blend in with the, flo- the uh, with see, the I leaves. See, I think
0: that's an an oversimplification of the concept, which is why I wanted to establish ground rules and and parameters.
2: There's no rules in I fighting for the death. I think red for
0: these reasons. It's number one seed. It comes first. In the Roy G. Biv, it is the capitalized first letter, if you were to use it like a... like, And I know you'd also capitalize the G and the B, so I guess it coming down to red, green, and blue makes a lot of sense. I also think that red, if you're drawing a rainbow,
2: mm-hmm. you
0: could get away with omitting any of the colors except red i think that first red is like the primal always the top color that is used because it's the edge it's where you can see the defined but then the middle can get a little murky i just think red is the predominant color of a rainbow and actually now that i'm thinking about it yellow is kind of big in there too i think yellow is
1: too soft like sunshiny to where i think that yellow would be overpowered simply because the, the outlook of yellow is happy and sunshine and red, you know, famously is the color of violence. So I think red would end up winning. Sure. The
2: only way yellow even makes it like isn't the first one gone is if red's like, hey, stick with me.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Take, I'll take we'll, you we'll under my wing. We'll go a couple rounds. If it actually becomes just Roy V. Biv, green dies first, and then it's uh, the red-orange-yellow alliance versus the blue-indigo-violet ah. vi- uh, uh, alliance, and then it just is what every... And then um, we're just duking it out. As Men in Blazers famously, I believe, has said, uh, everything is a battle of red and blue, and that's really what everything boils down to, politics, sports. It's always the reds versus the blues. And I'm a red. You'll never walk alone. So you'll never Hunger Game by yourself. Which my grandpa always used to say.
2: But yeah, red. Yeah, I red. red. Winner.
0: Red wins, Alex. I'm glad we could clear that up for you. I hope you sleep well. I can't, well Alex.
2: Please call in with another one of your questions.
0: Yeah, please. That's it for this week's second edition of sports. This is the second one of these, right? Is it Wednesday? What is this today? Is this chicken? or I think is it this is <laughs> Shout out to Gatorade and Dr. Pepper. Also shout out to the 30 for 30 podcasts and the Undefeated present The King of Crenshaw. This four-part series examines how Nipsey Hussle's life, death, and legacy impacted the sports world, particularly the NBA. Here, DeMar DeRozan, Isaiah Thomas, and DeMarcus Cousins, among others, explore the realities of life as a black man in America, Nipsey's dedication to South LA and his community, and how Nipsey inspired millions the marathon continues the king of crenshaw listen now on sirius xm pandora stitcher or wherever you get your podcasts i really have said this before i need to listen to that i really want to listen to that so go listen to that and then tell me you were right go listen to it it's really good and a big thanks to you guys for listening now and then again a second time twice is fine on a different streaming service twice is fine but you gotta do it you gotta download it and you gotta play it you don't have to listen at least you can be like
2: you can be like kim kardashian turn the volume down press play we're good
0: yeah I don't get that <laughs> reference, but I haven't been as online so she, as... I, she posted I, I photos it,
2: I on Instagram of Kanye's new album. But her volume was all yeah, way yeah, saying, like, the, the volume was all way down. Yeah, oh, saying,
1: like, her volume was all the way down. She was listening and loving, and the volume was all the
0: way Oh, you know what? We gotta just start laughing at everything, I think, because it's, it's dark out there. You laugh or cry. Uh, um, or you could always leave us a nice review. If you want, I guess. You don't have to. Where you're listening to this podcast, which we read and we love them, like this one from DJ K08 that says, "This pod has become one of my favorites. Katie is amazing. The union is growing on me. <laughs> We're growing, Travis. Yeah, We're Travis growing, Christina. You know that's a, a <laughs> Travis comment. There's no way that's a you. You're just well. I am. So- I am. I am associated with the union.
1: Therefore, I will stick
0: by Travis. We are growing together. The union is growing. Yeah. That's progress. That's what progress looks like. That's right." Uh, lastly, don't forget that you can always leave up a voicemail. The number is 860 506 What am I forgetting? It's something big. I'll think of it later, and then I'll text you. Say goodbye, oh, Travis. Oh, I know what it is. What? I know what
2: it is. Was it the F1?
0: Oh, it is the F1. You oh, guys aren't in trouble. I thought about it. You're not suspended. There was a mistake made. It was pointed out to us on Twitter. I was gonna make a whole big deal out of it, but I realized now it really doesn't matter. You didn't do anything wrong, and the F1 suspension stays lifted. Say good goodbye. Good because Travis.
2: I was gonna, I was gonna file a lawsuit if you did. Uh, goodbye. Say goodbye.
0: Christine. <laughs> Sorry for my mistake. Goodbye. I <laughs> Love you. Mean it.